Michigan's Upper Peninsula is my home and Escanaba is my hometown. I'm Craig Warple. Hometown Escanaba connects with the people, activities, and newsmakers of Escanaba and the UP. Join us for more interviews at hometownescanaba.com. Now let's find out what's going on. Joining us this morning is Julie Mallard with the United Way of Delta County, and she brought along Aaron View with Tri-County Safe Harbor. This month is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so we're going to be talking about that. Thank you all for joining us. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having us in, Craig. You know, you have to, Aaron, come along with some nice things to talk about once right. in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that, you know, but it is a good thing to talk about, right? Right, exactly. Right. Yes. We're going to start with Julie, as we always do. Uh, talking about different things, and I'm going to assume Oktoberfest is one of those. Is a topic for the day, yeah. yes. The United Way actually started that event in 2006. Actually, and then you needed help, right? Altrusa started it. They did the very first one before United Way took it. So the very first one was Altrusa. And then United Way and stepped in. And then after that, United Way did it for two years. I did, uh, we did it on our own, not very successfully. <laughs> and, and really, it was, you know, we said, we're really not making money on this it's a lot of work um so we said we're not going to do it anymore and the beta knock brewers stepped up and said we want to see this event continue uh we will do all the work we'll give united way the proceeds i said what's the catch (laughs) (laughs) that sounded too good to be true and you're always supposed to say what's the catch but no i mean they have grown it to what it is and okay this is a full disclosure i am not a beer drinker (laughs) So <laughs> that's I, why you were working the I front said, tent there, yeah, right? No. So, but but when I was doing the event myself, I mean, I know how to run an event, but I don't know anything about beer festivals. Mm-hmm. I'd never been to one. I don't drink beer. So when the beer experts stepped in and they said, "Okay, well, we need to do this, and we're going to have that, and this is," and I, I didn't know any of those. You things. went fantastic. So, so right? Oktoberfest today is nothing like the two years that I ran it. And I'm so grateful to the Betanock Brewers because they do an amazing job and they have so much knowledge and they're so community minded. I mean, every piece of that festival, they're always looking for ways to benefit the community. We didn't do a lot of pre-publicity for it because the tickets were sold out months in advance. Yeah, well, weeks in advance. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, that has become the last number of years now. It's I can't remember how many years, but... We used to, you know, like, are we gonna, are we gonna break even? And then it was, oh, we might make a couple hundred dollars on this. And now it's like, how many weeks before the event are we gonna sell out? It has become a destination. We and I, I know you were just uh, talking to to Josh a little bit ago, but I know we had attendees from like nine different states, I think. Um, so it's well, it really one family has, alone came in from three states because all three of the sons came home. Came from all over. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw them. Uh, their family from town the kids grew up and then left and they came back specifically for this, for event. this event well they were coming back anyway and his their dad said why don't you come on to, this weekend this weekend because so there's that's this happening. what they did yeah it, it really has become a destination event what's weird for me is now that my children are both over the age of 21 and i see their friends showing up <laughs> like what are you doing here you can't be old enough to drink you're still in well it's grade. not this is i mean maybe i didn't stay till the end but it's not necessarily like a 
party, you would think. Craft beer is a different right. thing. Right. It really is a tasting festival. I mean, not that people don't come in and have fun and party. <laughs> and there are some people that taste a lot. But, I mean, it really, it was the whole design of it. It's come, mm-hmm. this is a great opportunity to sample beers that maybe you've seen it in the store and you're like, ah, should I buy a six-pack of that? Am I going to like it? You know, whatever. This is a great way to try some of these uh, craft beers and then wines. We have a yeah. lot of different wines. And I even had a blueberry bratwurst. I didn't get one of the blueberry brats. I missed it. I was busy at the front gate. By the time I was looking for food, the brats are long gone. The food was incredible. I mean, hats off to Babaloons. Yeah, Mark and his crew from Babaloons do a fantastic job. They really just, again, they put so much thought into it as to, you know, what what pairs well with things and how are we going to set it all up? It's just there's so much thought that goes into it. Well, another good year, that's for sure. Absolutely. Erin, yeah. uh, we want to talk with you a little bit about uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And I, I'm assuming you heard the story uh, this past week where there was a violent uh, domestic violence abuse, violent because there was blood involved. Mm-hmm. And maybe you see that more often than we do. Uh, but it goes to show that there is still... A problem in our community. Right. And I'm glad you brought that out because the national theme this year is everyone knows someone. And so, um, you know, that story was in the news. We saw it and there was a big, you know, a lot of of publicity about it. But in reality, it happens all the time. That isn't something Mm -hmm. that's out of the ordinary for what we see. And it was because of the blood, I'm right. assuming, in, in, yep. in this case. Right. But there's certainly a lot of emotion, a lot of, uh, well, I guess you tell me, what does domestic violence involve? Well, and you're right. I mean, it, it involves a lot of things. Statistically, um, again, going along with the everyone knows someone uh, theme, one in four women and one in seven men experience physical domestic violence. So, you know, the, the physical part of it is it goes along with those statistics, but there's also the financial abuse and the emotional and mental abuse. And um, it's not uncommon for all of those to kind of layer on top of each other. But um, we know that the emotions that go with it affect more than just the people that are involved in the domestic violence. It's, you know, it, it affects their family members. It affects the community. Everybody was in an uproar about this, that, you know, the story that came out last week. Um, I can tell you that, just as an agency that deals with this every day, the staff um, are emotionally drained because those are the things they see every day. It's a problem in our community for sure. And I think one of the things we just want people to know is if you think it's not happening here, it is. And you you know someone that it's happening to. If this is a case that we see and most of them we don't, how do you bridge that gap in a month that you want people to know about it? Right. So... We, we try really hard throughout the year to be present on social media. We're on the radio. You've probably seen our billboards. We did a massive billboard campaign this year. But October really is the month where, you know, we're out there trying to get the word out that we are available for all three, Delta Menominee in Schoolcraft counties. And we, we are the agency that will help someone if they're, you know, feeling like they have nowhere else to go. We can provide shelter. We can provide other resources if shelter isn't something you need. We can help you obtain a job. We can help you obtain housing or protection order. Um, Our services aren't just shelter services. We have a lot of other things. We have a crisis advocate who can help with, you know, kind of working through those um, emotions and the trauma that comes with being in a, a domestic violence situation. I would assume that everybody knows you're there, but I guess in a community you can't always assume that. But otherwise, awareness, besides knowing that you're there, 
do you want people to know about this problem because you want to stop the problem or do you want people to acknowledge the problem and deal with it? I think both. Like in a perfect world, it would not be an issue, but I don't know that that's ever going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can't turn a blind eye to this because it's never going to go away if we don't step in and do something. Um, we, you, you know, I think in the story that we had seen on the news about the local one that just happened, someone saw and called. And that's what we need. If you know someone who's in this situation, step in because it could save their life. And we we don't want... Um, you know, a tragedy to happen that could have been prevented if someone had stepped in. So, you know, and it's not always we we do require um, if and someone is in need to call us themselves yeah. so we can get a good feel for it. But it's not um, it's not a bad thing for someone to step in and say, please call. You know, and that's a really good point because I'm going to read through the lines here. So I've got the press release from the city mm-hmm. and those are usually very sketchy. You don't know all the details. Right. But one of them was person walks into the home, sees the bloody handprint on the wall, doesn't find the person, the cops come along later, finds the person, that means there was a situation there that probably did save that person's life. Right, yep. And the other thing is, um, there's not a lot of information put out a lot of times to protect the victim. Um, So we need to keep that in mind too. There's a lot of questions and a lot of speculations about what happened. I don't know the details, mm-hmm. and it's not for me to know at this point. But that's why I said there's but, the details aren't there. Yeah, and that's that's a lot of times to protect the victim. So we have to keep that in mind, too. And for us, um, it's all about protecting the victim and them knowing that they have a right to be safe. How, what's, I, I don't want to use success rate, but how... Um, are you able to turn people around and point it in the right direction then and help them get out of a yeah. bad situation? Well, we have amazing advocates at the shelter um, and at our outreach offices, and their goal is really just to meet the survivor where they're at. And um, if it's, you know, they come in and they need to stay for a month until they get housing, which is an issue in our community, um, you know, we just help them work towards whatever goals that is. If it's, um we don't rate success on if they leave their survivor or their their perpetrator and never go back. We rate success on even the small goals that they that they work towards and that they reach. So if it's getting a job or if it's getting a, their own checking account or you know just being independent, that's success for us. All right. Is there something that you specifically want people to know about this month? Um, really. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, but we are here, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. This is just one of those months that we're bringing, you know, bringing it to the forefront and not to forget that um, it's never the fault of the survivor. It's all about power and control with the perpetrator. So we are here um, and we'll continue to be here to help as long as we can be. The number is? Um, Our helpline is 906-789-1166. And again, that's a a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week helpline. Is there any other way for contact? Um, You can reach out via our Facebook page, too. um, And there's a messenger link on there. But the the best way for someone to to get a hold of someone at our agency is through that helpline. Very good. So, Julie, I think there was uh, one other thing you wanted to talk about uh, here this month. Yes, sorry, as well. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, United Way is doing a community survey right now. So we're asking um, people, adults in Delta County, if you live in Delta County and are 18 or over, we're asking you to go online and fill out a quick survey 
Um, we're doing kind of a community needs assessment kind of a thing. This is all wrapped up in our issue focus. So work would it that include things about. like we're talking about here today with Aaron? Uh, yep, it's kind of there's a it gives people an opportunity to say what they think some of the most significant issues in our community are. And, you know, whether, what role United Way should take and those kinds of things. It's not very long at all. Um, you can find it at our, on our website, uwdelta.org slash survey. And we would appreciate everybody doing it. The survey is going to be open until October 23rd, so about two weeks. What has climbed to the top in the past? This is really the first time we've done oh, a survey is. like this. Okay. Yes. Well, tell us uh, why United Way supports the Safe Harbor. Well, Erin said it herself, it's a matter of life and death. I mean, it's such a vital service for our community, and there's no one else here to help. So, I mean, they, and they need support. So. And you are in the process of collecting funds right now to support agencies like that as well as that others is, in the community. That is correct. So how is that going, and how can people participate in that? Um, it, it's going well so far. Again, we're still pretty early in the campaign season, but uh, if if people want to go online, that's a, an easy way to give if you're not giving through your workplace. Workplace campaigns are another easy way to give, but not every workplace has them, and not everybody is working in the workforce. So uwdelta.org slash give is a good way to do that. Or just if you go to our website, uwdelta.org, without all the slashes, you'll see links on the homepage um, where you can make a donation. You can take the survey. You can learn more about our agencies and some of our programs. So that's where the information is. If you've not done the survey before, what do you hope that it will it be a continuous thing that you're going to do? Well, this is part of our issue focus transformation okay. um, that I've talked about. We're right. working on a, a very long process. Uh, um, this is kind of, we're still at sort of the beginning of the process. We're doing, it's in a series of modules and we're going out. This is like module two. <laughs> okay. Of, uh, of, uh, That's why you want the, as many people to participate yeah, in this Yeah, reaching out to can. the community to get some input. So whether you're a United Way donor or not, we really do want to hear from you and hear your thoughts. This is October. We have November and December yet for the campaign. And I know January, that you trickle into yeah. January, but you'd like to think that you end by the end of the year. So yeah, I think don't honestly... Don't wait. Get involved now with it. Yeah, yeah. And I... I Sort of like Aaron, we, we're going to be moving, I think, to where it'll be year-round fundraising at some point. You know, we've always been so focused on the fall, and, and maybe we'll always be focused in the fall. But the truth is we accept donations all year long, however anybody wants to do it. I mean, it used to be like if you didn't have payroll deduction, then it was harder to give. You had to write a check and send it in, or you had to remember if you wanted to do monthly. You know, there was more work involved. Now you can go online and you can... Make a donation one time. You can click a button to say, make this a recurring gift. I'd like to give $10 each month or, you know, each month until this date. If you want to say, I'll do that for five months and give 50 bucks. It's just lots of easier ways to give these days with the technology that we have. So it makes it easier. So it's not like, oh, my gosh, I missed the campaign at work. So maybe I'll wait till next year. We really want to make it easy for people to give all year round. Aaron, how does Tri-County Safe Harbor then benefit from these funds? Oh, they've given us um, funds for a lot of things. They've helped with um, the security cameras that we had installed. Um, you know, they just support us in any way we can. Even through COVID, there was some money that was donated to us, too, through United Way. So we appreciate 
all the donations we receive and that United Way receives. How do people donate directly to you? Um, very good question. We are actually in need right now of some non-perishable food. So if there's anybody out there listening that um, wanted to donate the canned goods, we could use some of those and you can drop them off right at the shelter. So anytime, anytime. 905 First Avenue South. Very good. Aaron View is with Tri-County Safe Harbor. It's Domestic Violence Awareness Month this month. Julie Mallard is with the United Way of Delta County coming off of Oktoberfest here this month and then in the campaign for the rest of the year. So thank you so much for joining us and good luck. Thank you, Craig. Thank you for listening. A special thanks to our sponsor, SwedishPimple.com. Check out all of the fishing lures made right here in the Upper Peninsula at SwedishPimple.com. You can continue to follow us at HometownEscanaba.com. We connect with the people, activities, and newsmakers from Escanaba and Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Music